I want to uh, turn our focus uh, to uh, something that, a story that's had an update to one that's been percolating for a while. A, a group of London disability advocates have submitted an audit request with Ontario's Accessibility Directorate for the London Transit Commission in regards to its paratransit system. Uh, you, have, you can read a story on this on our website right now, 980cfpl.ca. Associate Professor of Disability Studies at King's University College, Dr. Jeff Preston, says the request's goal is for the LTC to understand its obligations under the Accessibility for Ontarians with Disabilities Act. Among the issues highlighted in the submission is the inability to use smart cards on paratransit as well as a lack of online booking. Uh, 980CF Bill has reached out to the LTC for comment but has yet to receive a response. Uh, Jeff Preston joins us now to talk about this. Uh, Jeff, I appreciate the time today. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. So there are a lot of issues with paratransit in this city. With regards to this audit request, maybe if you could explain to the audience what the issue is. Yeah, absolutely. I think ultimately there's sort of two sides of this issue. Uh, There's a very practical reality that paratransit just isn't functional for most people that use it. Uh, Just the design of the system, the lack of capacity, uh, it means that a lot of disabled visitors are left um, sitting at the sidelines, waiting at the curb, uh, for a ride that may never arrive. But on the other side of it, uh, as we've continued to advocate, as we continue to look into the problem, what we've seen is that there are actually some, some real systemic issues here uh, that contrary to statements that have been made by the LTC, stating that they are fully, uh, fully accessible and that they are fully compliant with the AODA. Um, as we started to look into the actual requirements of the legislation, uh, we started to see quite a few inconsistencies uh, some very clear uh, ways that the LTC was not compliant, uh, including things like uh, the law requires that any payment method that's used on conventional transit must also be able to be used on paratransit because paratransit is intended to be a parallel transit system, meaning that the experience should be harmonized. If you do it on one, you should be able to do it on the other. Uh, this is just one of uh, sort of many issues that go into things like uh, the information and communication standard, uh, all the way to the customer service standard and the way that the service manages and handles things like service dogs. Uh, there are a lot of problems here. And we're at the problem, or we're at the point where we feel that the only way that we're going to actually move anything forward is by getting support from the Ontario government uh, to, to actually come in and take a look at what's going on and to support the LTC and actually trying to improve. What is the reality of how the LTC's paratransit system operates right now? So the, the way that we the way that we have to live if you're using paratransit uh, is is a competitive booking system. So what happens is that three days before you want to go anywhere, you have to get up at seven a.m. and you have to start dialing and dialing and dialing. We've had some people report having to dial hundreds of times before being able to get through. Sometimes it takes hours to be able to get through to an operator. And by that point, all of the rides for the, for the day that you're trying to book may already be booked, meaning you don't get to go, or you might get delivered hours ahead of time, or you might only be able to ride hours after the point where you're supposed to be there. What that means is that people are missing out on life. They're missing out on uh, work. They're late to work. And they are missing out on the opportunity to work. They're missing out on the opportunity to go and see friends, to be social, to be a part of the community. Uh, it means that they might be missing out on medical treatments or getting to therapy sessions 
that might support them with their disability. This has massive effect on people's lives. And as somebody who used to be on paratransit, who was lucky enough to be able to access a vehicle of their own, something that not everyone can do, um, my life has fundamentally changed once I left paratransit. I never understood the type of freedom that other people experience in London until after getting off the system. And frankly, it's just not fair. You mentioned uh, the word freedom there. When you're describing it, it sounds, you know, like a lot of people were upset with during the pandemic with the lockdowns and the, just the lack of ability to, to move around, go anywhere you want, do what you want, when you want, which is really the reality of the paratransit system here. You and I have talked about this before, but there doesn't seem to be any change. I mean, how frustrating is that? Honestly, it's it's extremely exhausting. Uh, I've been fighting this site now for two decades. Uh, really, since I arrived in London and started using the system, I immediately saw uh, that there were there were just massive problems here. Uh, we started advocating. I started advocating in the early 2000s. We keep on pushing, and the answer we keep getting back over and over again is: we're investigating it, we're looking into it. It's on our work plan. Uh, this is the thing that we keep on hearing over and over again. But when you look at some of the requirements under the AODA, these are obligations that the LTC had to commit to years ago. Uh, they've actually been in non-compliance for quite some time, uh, meaning that I'm not so convinced when I hear this, it's on our work plan or we're working on it. We've heard this before, and things are basically still the same. So I think it's time that we start to do something different. What would you like to see? What would something different look like? What would be an ideal system for you? I think one of the problems at the moment is that paratransit, in my experience and in my, my belief, is that paratransit tends to be thought of as an afterthought, uh, that there tends to be focus on conventional transit, there tends to be focus on, um, on services for non-disabled people. Uh, disabled people seem to always lie behind. We seem to always be an afterthought. Uh, I think that ultimately the LTC needs to start taking disabled people uh, as, as serious riders, as a big part of their, of their organization. And maybe instead of working on disability and accessibility as the last thing we do, maybe we need to move it up to the front of the agenda. Maybe we need to actually spend a lot more time talking about, thinking about, and working on accessibility. Because if a service isn't accessible for us, then it's genuinely not accessible for anybody. So just to return to where we started uh, with this request being made, what happens next? What comes now? Well, the hope is that uh, we're really hoping that the Ontario government is listening, uh, that they're looking at the situation and saying, this is a, a real failing. Um, the AODA is not being upheld. We need to actually get in there and, and to offer some support. We think that by auditing the LTC, there's the opportunity for the organization to really open up its books and take a really deep look at what it's doing and get a better understanding of what it should be doing uh, under the AODA. But at the same time, the AODA is intended to be a low bar. Uh, This is a minimum requirement. You should actually be much more accessible, but this is the baseline. So I think once arriving at baseline, it's now time for the organization to really take seriously uh, the commitment to deliver accessible transit, to actually do far more. So this means uh, making, I would say, a, a big increase on the budget to paratransit to increase capacity to align with the actual ridership, not just that exists, but the future ridership that's coming down the line. I think that we need to actively move very quickly 
to uh, allow for um, things like smart card payment on Paratrides that we need to move to online booking um, while maintaining the ability for those to phone who don't have access to the internet. Uh, we need to add complexity to the system because at the moment, the system is designed to require disabled people to conform to the system as opposed to trying to build a system that enables people with disabilities. That's really what I'm hoping for. It's going to take time. It's going to take uh, money to be able to do it. But more than anything, it's going to take political will. Uh, and that's what we need. And for that, I think we, not, we don't just need the LTC to be on board. We also need City Hall to take some leadership here as well. We will follow with interest. Jeff, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you so much.